to the Word of Truth Revealed with Bishop Martin L. Clark. The Word of Truth Revealed is the media outreach ministry of Truth Revealed International Ministries and Interdenominational Spirit-Filled Fellowship of Believers located in Palm Bay, Florida. Our mission here at Truth Revealed is to produce disciples and to empower the populace to live out the truth of God's Word within the framework of their environment. This week, we're concluding the series titled Thought Therapy. We hope that during these series of messages that you've come to realize that how a man thinks is what he ultimately becomes. It's time to renew our thoughts so that we will become exactly who God knows we are and destroy the deceptive thoughts the enemy desires to plant in our minds to block us from receiving all that the Father has for us. Today's final message in this series comes from Joshua, the first chapter, verse 8, and is the backdrop for part one of the message, Set Higher Standards for Your Mind. I love uh, Joshua chapter 1 as we set the template for this message and the, the lay a proper foundation for the teaching. The book of the law shall not depart out of thy mouth. So what is in your mouth will determine the effectiveness of your meditation. We want the law of God to not depart out of our mouth. That means we should talk about the law of God and not just stats and sports or who won the game, or where the fav the, your favorite player has been traded to, or what's going on with economics, or what's going on with cooking, or what's going on with raising children. But the book of the law shall not depart out of your mouth. Meditate on it. The scripture says therein day and night. That's a constant 24-hour day, seven day a week. The word of God should flood your thoughts should think about it constantly, meditate on it day and night, and if we do so, and observed to do according to all that is written therein. So there's a three-dimensional thing here. We need to, number one, we need to make sure that the book of the law does not depart out of our mouths. Number two, we need to meditate on it day and night. Number three, observe to do all that is written therein. That means you purpose in your heart to fulfill the call of God in your life. To obey God, I think to move from cactus to oasis, the key is obedience. So we want to make sure that we are, are, are trying to observe to do uh, according to that is written, all that is written therein. The scripture says, then you will make your way prosperous. We run to that too quick. We must go through these three stages if we want to make our way prosperous and have good success. These three stools, these three legs to this stool is very, are very important. Number one, don't allow the book of the law to depart out of your mouth. Number two, meditate on it day and night. And then number three, uh, decide to observe, to do all that is written therein. And then you will make your way prosperous and have good success. I want to highlight the word meditation, to meditate day and night. It means to contemplate. Think about the word of God, reason in your mind, what the word of God says. It also means to ponder. 
To ponder a thing means you spend time thinking about it from different vantage points. How does it apply to me? How does it apply to my family? How does it apply to the society? Watch this. How does it apply to the action that I need to take? Thirdly, we need to think about it. Another word for meditation is to think, to think on these things. I think Pastor Sabrina said, you know, things that make you go, mm, or uh, thoughts. What did she say? Something about um, food for thought. That's it. Food for thought. And so think on those things that are pure, honest, and of a good report. And if there's anything noteworthy, if there's any praise, think on these things. Sometimes you had to put the newspaper down, even though I think a good preacher needs a Bible and a newspaper, because there's a lot of hellacious stuff going on out there. And if you're not careful, you'll be thinking about all the negative things. Amen. A young man named Hustle was shot down uh, in, in L.A. And then the first gay um, uh, mayor, black female, has just been elevated to uh, the highest position in Chicago. Uh, she's the mayor now, elected. First ever happened, okay? These things are these things are gonna change the norms of America, okay? And you need to know that. So you need a Bible and a newspaper, but sometimes you gotta put the newspaper down and just read the Bible. <laughs> uh, get the Bible in you. You're trying to find health in the world. You're not gonna find health in the world and not, no need to curse the world because they're in the world. We need to make sure we know what the word is saying. Meditate, contemplate, ponder, think, and deliberate. Here is more of a legal term, deliberate, deliberation. Think about a courtroom. Think about an offensive uh, move, which is prosecution, and then defense attorneys. And the jury, you got a judge to make sure they follow the law. The judge also has discretion to make some changes and do some things. Okay? Deliberation is very key. The defensive attorney is designed and its purpose or her purpose is to make sure whoever is sitting there gets off. That's their job is to see if they can get you set free, even if you're guilty. You need to understand that instead of saying, how, how can they do that? You need to understand that's their job. That's how we try to search for justice in the world. We know God is the real author and the finisher of our faith. But the way the world has designed it is, is that you have a defense attorney whose job is to get you off, regardless if you're guilty or innocent. The prosecution is trying to nail you to the wall, even if you're innocent. That's their job. I represent the state. I represent the government of the United States. Anybody that stands before me is going to get nailed against the wall. And the judge makes sure that laws aren't violated. Y'all understand? And so in the midst of that, hopefully the lady of justice will be seen. Okay? We know that there's your way and it's my way and then God's way, okay? So you can talk about what you're free of and how, how innocent you are, but God knows just how innocent we are. He knows what no one else is know. No one else knows. He knows because he gives us all the privilege of prophecy. Okay, that's some things that no one will ever know about you because God didn't want them to know. Then there are times when he can pull it back and let everybody see what you've done. So we want Jesus to be the author and the finisher of our faith. But I want you to think about deliberation because if you're going to set a higher standard for your mind, you need to make sure that there's deliberation on these issues within yourself.
think on these things. What does it mean to think? It means to meditate, to contemplate, to ponder, to think, really think, and to deliberate. This message is, uh, is purpose to help us to make a distinction between critical thinking and intellectual thinking. Or intellect, the heights of intellect, and critical thinking. That's why I was trying to tell you that I need to go dip, uh, a little deeper here and not just give out the, the, the scriptures that we're familiar with as it relates to uh, thinking on those things. You need to go a little deeper tonight so we can start setting a new standard for our mind. I mean, how many of you would use a toothbrush that had spider webs on it? You want, if it's going to go in your mouth, it has to match a certain what? Standard. How many of you would cook with utensils that roaches are crawling on? I need to go there because some of you don't understand the creeping things in your mind. Because you haven't cleaned it out for a while, all kind of stuff is up in there. Intellect don't get it out. Education don't get it out. You can have a, 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 a morbid mindset about certain things, even morality. You can be so hard on homosexuals and so hard on this and that, but not think racism is hard or prejudice is hard. You can point your finger at everybody else, but you can be so in the house of God, so prejudiced, nobody measures up. <laughs> So how do you measure these things? We need to think on those things that are pure, honest, and of a good report. And so I'm here to challenge and make a distinction between intellectual heights and critical thinking. Because some people come to the house of God with that critical Spock type mentality. Expecting me to be Spock. I'm not here to take you to boldly to new worlds. I'm here to teach you the word of God. That's a world in itself. Let me tell you what a world is. The new world is in your tongue. The scripture says if it's not tamed, it's a world of iniquity. And you need to get the tongue right so your mind can be right. Thank you, God. Thank you, Lord. And so what is a standard? If you're taking notes, I've done my homework. What is a standard? It is, number one, in essence, a standard is an agreed way of doing something, an agreed way of doing so something. So if you're a leader and you set a standard, or if you're a mother and you set a standard, you need to understand and the kids need to understand the standard. If you're in the military, you need to make sure you and your troops understand the standard. If you're pastoring, you're a ministry leader, you can't change it you know, to make you, yourself look good, you have to set the standard and everybody tries to rise up to the standard. It is an agreed way of doing things. It could be about making product, like making lotion. The standard, lotion is irrelevant if it's not, an, if it's not bottled or contained properly. What about FDA? What about foods and how they qualify? There's some countries don't have the FDA. And so you'll see foods and the way they're prepared that are totally different from America. Standards are important. What 
What about an attorney or a squire? Passing the state bar is the standard. You can quote law all day, but until you pass the bar or the standard set, we don't recognize you as achieving that goal called being an attorney. What about doctors? We want our doctors scrutinized, right? Before they cut on you. You don't practice on me. I need you to measure up to a standard before we give you a scalpel. You can wear the coat all day. You can have the all around your all day. You can be around doctors all day, but I need to see something on your wall. When it comes to Christianity, everybody wants to just have their faith with no standards. Especially when it comes to doing something like this, and that's standing before people. When you stand here, things change. You're judged every week. Every week, somebody's holding up a proverbial sign, 10.5. Well, you missed it on that. Okay, you stand here. Let's see how far you go. But there should be a standard. The Bible says that you should not desire to be a teacher because you will be judged. This is James chapter 1, chapter 3, I'm sorry, with a different standard. Let's look at James chapter 1. Uh, I know it's not a part of my notes, but if you can, let's go to James chapter 1. In the NIV and let's look at verse 1 and read down till we see this because the standard is so important if you want to be a father you better you better raise it up today there's an absence of, of masculinity and so fathers need to know what the standard is James chapter 1 uh, it says James a servant of the Lord Jesus Christ uh, to the 12 tribes scattered among the nations greetings now this message that he's preaching is to a people who are scattered among the nations and he greets them he doesn't say you're scattered first he just says i greet you I'm not dealing with your issue first but i want to show myself friendly verse 2 consider it pure joy my brothers now we need to go to james chapter 3 and verse 1 Can the church say amen? All right. Not many of you should what? Presume to be what? Teachers, my brothers. Because you know that we who teach, it doesn't matter what you teach or how, you, once you step up in the kingdom and you grab a mic, you're going to be judged by the standard that I'm judged by. Now, it's easy now to point fingers, but if you desire to be a teacher in any capacity, the Bible says there's a whole nother level that I'm going to hold you to. Okay, look at it. It's right there. So don't presume, don't desire to be teachers. Everybody want to be one. Grab a mic. This is a good way to make a little cash when you're low. You can run those survival revivals. But if you want to really be a teacher, know what the scripture is saying. Because you know that we who teach will be judged what? More what? Strictly. Here's the standard. Can't get a Bible with a little squeak by. You got to put oil in your vessel. They will laugh at you. They will scrutinize you. They will talk about you. And God will judge you differently. 
So, what is a standard? A standard is an agreed way of doing things. Thank you, Lord. Whether you're making product or you're trying to develop an iPhone, there should be a standard. What about medicine? There should be a standard. Most of us only know what the doctor is prescribing and what the uh, pharmacist gives us when we go to the window. We don't really look at it and examine every pill. By faith, we take it. We trust our doctors. Hopefully, they follow the standard. What about managing a process? If you have a standard, then you need some type of system in place to manage the process as you're reaching the goal. And so even in ministry, you'll start beginning to see that that old church mentality is leaving. Church has to pick up. We used to preach and there's no AC. People don't go to churches where there's no AC in America anymore. So get that out of your mind. Let's go way back. Scrub boards. Scrub boards out. Especially here at Truth Reveal. You may have done it when you no scrub, no that that's done. That's what we used to do. I'm setting the standard. You understand? Ain't no bass drum dance, boom, 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 boom. And we shout our way to heaven. We need to get some instruction. We welcome those who are coming in. We worship, and everybody should worship. I said everybody should worship. You don't come late, I'll come late, and then they'll be done with it. You need to lift up holy hands. Every man needs to lift up holy hands. I don't care how tall you are or how short you are. You need to lift up holy hands. God loves it. I think Elder Gardner said, make space for God. Beautiful statement. If you give him some space, he'll do something under your feet. You'll start seeing prosperity grow around your feet. Glory to God. You may find a jewel. You may, you may step on something and the ground cracks. And you realize it's just not gold. It's a gold mine. <laughs> While you were worshiping, you stepped right on the gold. <laughs> Let me calm down. I feel the Holy Ghost on that. I need a gold mine in my life. I'm going to worship until I find it. Glory to God. I heard Esther share with me uh, this weekend, share with some of us that uh, her and her husband was coming back from Mississippi. I think she said they were in Alabama and they saw a rainbow. And they're driving and driving and getting closer to it and actually came to the beginning of the rainbow. It was in the medium. And actually rode by and saw its origin. Come on, man. This is where it starts. And I think it was Vivian that said, there must be a gold pot at the end of the rainbow. Did you find your gold? Am I right? Did you say that? <laughs> I was listening. <laughs> well, if you worship God, lift up hands, you may walk right into a gold mine. Glory to God. <laughs> That's what somebody, when the praises go up, the blessings what? Come down. Thank you, God. Hallelujah. Come on. I feel the Holy Ghost blessings are being released to the people of God that praise God, that meditate on the word day and night. Hallelujah. The book of the law shall not depart out of your mouth. You will meditate day and night and make your way prosperous, and you will have good success. If you observe to do all that is written therein. Glory to God. Medicine is so important. Managing the process. 
We have to manage the process. So if you join the ministry, you want to join the praise team, we do auditions here. Well, you may have come into church and you did all of the singing, but here we do what? Auditions. So why do you have a problem with it when we set a standard? Why would you resist that? Every church has standards. If it's worth its weight in gold, it has to have a standard. Just like a college has a standard. The military has a standard. The police department has a standard. Watch this. To drive, you must match the standard. You drink and drive, you may not have your license. I'm warning somebody. I told my brother Eric, I said, man, you got your license suspended. And I was dreaming and I saw lights, man. I said, don't get behind the wheel, son. He said, I won't do that. Next thing I get a phone call, it jacked up. I said, where are you at? He said, I just went to the store. I said, but what did I tell you, man? I saw the lights. Watch this. My wife and I were on Babcock. Girl ran into her. Bam. License suspended. Three months, right? Please, God, we're going to give you another chance. Go and get your license straight. The cop did it right in front of us. But for Eric, there was no grace. Y'all can sit there in America running your mouth all you want. That's what happened in this city. I don't have to give you the other dynamics with that situation, right? Get your mind together. I said to my brother, I see light, son. Make sure you walk according to the standard. If you don't have license, don't get behind the wheel. Period. I don't care what they do for other people. The standard's a little different as it relates to you. <laughs> Y'all sitting now, <down>, man. <laughs> the girl bumped into my wife. Accident. Cop showed up. Looked at her like your license suspended. I tell you what, go and get your license. Get it straight. She was crying and going, get it straight. I was like, wow. Did you get my brother? <laughs> Let me stick with the word, right? Let me stick with the word. I come before you, O oh Lord. As the sun rises, may your hope rise up in me. As the birds sing, may your love flow out of me. As the light floods into this new day, may your joy shine through me. I come before you, O Lord, and drink in this moment of peace that I may carry something of your hope, love, and joy today in my heart. The International Prayer Ministry, a ministry of truth revealed, invites you to our 2019 prayer school. May 1st through 3rd. On Wednesday, May 1st at 7 p.m., join us as we kick off our prayer school with an insightful word from our pastor, Bishop Merton L. Clark. On Thursday, May 2nd, during our prayer school, we're meeting at the Greater St. Paul Baptist Church in Cocoa, Florida at 7 p.m. to observe the National Day of Prayer. Then on Friday, May 3rd at 7 p.m., 
Join us for an intimate time of prayer, praise, and worship during our harp and bowl prayer service. The prayer school is designed to give practical instruction on prayer while providing an environment to immediately apply the principles of prayer that are being taught. The 2019 Prayer School, May 1st, 2nd, and 3rd. Sponsored by the International Prayer Ministry, a ministry of truth revealed. All classes, with the exception of Thursday night's prayer service, will be held on the campus of Truth Revealed in the main sanctuary, which is located at 2838 Palm Bay Road in Palm Bay, Florida. In today's economic and social climate, we all have our struggles, financially and emotionally. Are you tired, frustrated? Do you feel like the world has taken the best from you? Everyone has been right where you are at one time or another. We understand just how you feel. Let your search for hope lead you to Truth Revealed International Ministries, 2838 Palm Bay Road, Palm Bay, Florida. We are a Bible teaching and discipleship ministry dedicated to unveiling truth to the nations. Please join us Sunday mornings at 8 a.m. and 11 a.m. and Wednesday evenings at 7 p.m. We live stream every service on the World Wide Web at truthrevealed.org. Get excited. You don't have to wander anymore. Hope and love are waiting for you at Truth Revealed. If something was said during today's teaching that blessed you, or if you would like to find out more information about Truth Revealed International Ministries, we would love to hear from you. You can write to us at The Word of Truth Revealed, P.O. Box 60128, Palm Bay, Florida, 32906, or you can email us at thewordoftruth at truthrevealed.org. You can also visit us on the web at www.truthrevealed.org. If you're on Facebook, visit the Truth Revealed International Ministries fan page and click like. From time to time, you'll receive inspirational words of wisdom along with information about what's happening at Truth Revealed. Now, if you would like to purchase today's message for your personal library, when you write to us or email us, use reference number 1774. That's reference number 1774. Just include a $5 donation for CDs and a $12 donation for DVDs. And now, final thoughts from Bishop Clark. I want to invite you to Truth Reveal International Ministries, uh, a place where we are in the business of saving souls. We strengthen families, we shape leadership, and we serve this generation. In coming to the church, I believe you're going to get a good, good worship experience. Your life will be transformed in the presence of God. But you're also going to get a word from God, a word that's going to impact your life for an eternal purpose. And I want to encourage you to come out and visit with us. We don't meet strangers. We just love on the people of God. A smile and a handshake, pressing palms, and kissing our sons is what we do. We love you, and I'd like to see you soon. Until next time, I'll see you at Truth Revealed.